0: When I was running a parish in Lagos, Nigeria, it was in a very 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 poor community and one day I received a letter from the Cardinal, Cardinal uh, Okoji at that time and the letter stated that uh, the sisters of Mother Teresa, the the missionaries of charity are coming to work in his diocese and he is assigning them to my parish because it was a parish with great needs. So he said, find them accommodation, furnish it, and make sure everything is okay for them when they arrive. It didn't work that easily. (laughs) So they, they came and there were four sisters, three of them were Indian, one of them was Italian, the superior, and it was a difficult start from them because they were starting from scratch a constant refrain from their superior was mamma mia (laughs) every time we met with an obstacle it was mamma mia so anyway eventually they got established and are very well established there now and they we got accommodation for them but we also got accommodation where they could begin an orphanage which was very much needed because there were a lot of abandoned and street children in that area and they could look after them. One of the kind of difficult tasks I had was um, when I went down to their to their house at very early in the morning to tell them that Mother Teresa had died because back then the only source of information we had was a shortwave radio. We didn't have cable TV or or anything else. Uh, Communications are very poor. So I told them that she had died and passed away, and then we had a Mass for her, and the entire community came around at that time. And one of the letters or one of the messages that Mother Teresa gave uh, on her deathbed to her sister was, Don't change. She did not want them to change from what the charism that she had given them, which was to be with and for the poor completely and unconditionally. And as you know that when somebody famous dies or somebody like a great leader, it is, it is part of, of their life's mission or conclusion of their life to give a kind of a message commissioning those that they have left behind and other leaders do, do likewise. Now what, the reason why I tell you this story is that Mother Teresa was dying and she was going, their sisters were going to be without her and then they would have to find a new leader and had to, would have to make a great effort to, to remain faithful to her ministry. And the reason why I tell you this is because um, we would be greatly mistaken if we equated what is happening in the gospel of today to that which happened with Mother Teresa and her sisters. Mother Teresa was dying, and she was no longer going to be physically present or be present in any way to her sisters. And this is not the case with the ascension Jesus Christ into heaven. His presence would change, but it would not be ended. And why we have to look at that presence is because it was constantly a question in John's Gospel. At the very beginning of John's Gospel, the disciples said to him, Master, where do you live? Where do you stay? And then we see, towards the end of the Gospel, with Mary Magdalene, where have you placed my Lord, so that I may be with him? So that it's constantly the question of the location of Jesus Christ is constantly being asked in the Gospel of John that we are reading from extensively during the Easter season we actually get an insight into that with the appearances, or the the, the journey to the tomb that Peter and John made and the women made um, uh, on, on Easter Sunday, the day of the resurrection. And it all comes down to something just like this, a handkerchief. And there has been tremendous research And study into the significance of what is called a face veil, a handkerchief that that was mentioned in the tomb appearances. Because John, the beloved disciple, he saw it and he believed. Fascinating. He saw it and he believed. In seeing the handkerchief, the cloth that was rolled up and placed aside, John, the beloved disciple, saw it, and he believed. Now, what were we talking about, and what does all of this mean? For people at that time, they would have understood the significance of the face veil. It was a small cloth that was placed over the face of a person. Because back in Exodus, when Moses went up the mountain to encounter God face to face, To be in the presence of God. His face shone so brightly that if people looked at it they would be blinded. So Moses had to cover his face with a face veil, a small piece of cloth to kind of protect people from being blinded by the presence of God. So what is the significance of the face veil being rolled up and put aside in the the resurrection appearances in John's Gospel? It It is saying very simply that Jesus has set aside the face veil of his flesh. It symbolizes Jesus putting aside the face veil of his flesh. He is setting that aside to enter into a new presence with God in heaven. He is being with God, but that being with God entails that he will no longer be physically present in our lives, but he will still be present. His presence is changed, but it is not ended. And that is something that what ascension is telling us where we will find God, where we will find Jesus Christ, where is his location now, where is he, where does he stay, where have you placed him? The same questions that were asked of of his disciples or asked of Jesus when he lived us are ones that are being asked today He is as much present with us today as he was at any other time when he walked this earth. And the question we have to ask is where is he? And he is where God is glorified. Where God is most beautifully revealed. And that is what we are being invited to. Jesus showed God in his truest and most beautiful form when he died on the cross because he was showing us who God really is. And we are invited to undertake the same thing in our own lives by showing who God really is to other people. Saint Teresa of Avila a wonderful mystic a doctor of the church a saint a brilliant writer a brilliant woman and she said she had face to face mystical experiences with jesus christ and so did like her community of sisters that she gathered around her they knew and were very blessed in their profound prayer and living in silence that Jesus was very much present in their lives. But what Teresa of Avila said, how people relate to each other is much more important than any divine mystical experience that somebody may have. How people relate to each other is much more important than any divine mystical experience that is something that is very profound because she says that reveals God more and shows God more than anything else. Jean Vanier uh, spoke very beautifully, I'm going to quote him once again, when he spoke about what we are called to do. To reveal to the other person their beauty, where people can discover the good that they carry in themselves. That is what we are invited to do, to reveal to the other person their beauty and to bring that out, where they can discover the good that they carry in themselves. And that is where we will find the Lord, when we glorify God when we reveal God by revealing God to other people in their lives so that people will discover God in their own lives as well. One Indian mystic uh, spoke about it and he spoke about helping people to see the butterfly in the caterpillar inside of them. That if people see something that's maybe not so beautiful in themselves that they can discover that inside a caterpillar there is a butterfly. To see the eagle in an egg and to see the saint in a selfish person. So we are being called in ascension to discover that Jesus Christ presence among us. It is changed, but it is not ended. And we will discover the location of his presence when we engage in relating to other people as he did when he lived and walked among us.